0: Welcome to the Kevin and Phillip Project, a podcast with two guys who love to eat, travel, talk sports, and have no idea how to raise teenage girls. Coming to you live from Salina, Kansas. Here are your hosts, Kevin and Phillip. Welcome back to the uh, Kevin and Phillip Project. I say welcome back. Because it has been some time since we had, a we can podcast. almost consider this a whole new season. Maybe, we? yeah, I guess we took about as long off as we do in the summer. But that's my fault. I apologize. Um, we had some challenges around the holidays, catching up with each other, and and uh, finding time where we could get together, and then. We, we, to be honest with you, we saw the listener count going down a little bit, so Philip and I had some thoughts and ideas on how we want to uh, maybe change this a little bit, which we can get into that here uh, towards the end of the podcast and some of the things that we're going to try to do a little differently moving forward, but uh, it was pretty much my fault. Um, I appreciate all of the uh, listeners, I guess we'll call them, that uh, came up to me and was Pissed off about the fact that we hadn't come out with a podcast in a while, so
1: I'm sure with our infinite wisdom, everybody just can't wait to hear some of this good stuff.
0: Oh yeah, but you know
1: the last time we talked was I believe prior to Christmas, and we talked about maybe coming right back after the first of the year. I don't think we'd even had a Big Twelve basketball game yet when we last talked. I would probably agree with that. So the I think the first Big Twelve games actually started the week between Christmas and New Year's, mm-hmm. and then and then the full league took off after that. Um so the Big 12's been interesting and tough. Um that's not something I don't want to get a lot into that, but it has been a very good year for Big 12 and if you're around here and like basketball this part of the country, you've had a pretty good since Christmas, I would think. I think you couldn't be too upset. No. Cuz expectations were low for the Wildcats. Yes. And uh, they've well over exceeded their expectations. And uh, and KU is about where KU was figured to be, right?
0: Yep. The uh, Yeah, speaking of K-State, we don't have to talk about this too much, but uh, it's been an interesting basketball season as a K-State fan. And I say that because, to your point, the expectations were low. My expectations were not low. Right. Everybody else's were. If you remember when we did the preview, K-State was picked to finish dead last in the conference – I said that in no way, shape, or form will even come close to happening. But I also didn't foresee them getting to number five in the country and rattling off the series of wins that they had. Now my problem is they've had a little bit of a downturn over the past couple weeks, and it's been frustrating. And you want to be like, what are you guys doing? You're better than this. But at the end of the day, they're still going to end significantly better Then everybody picked them. The
1: transfer portal was a dream come true for them. The guy did an excellent job. And you think around the country, anybody could have done that. Anybody could have went out and you can get anybody out of the transfer portal. He did a magnificent job that you've got to give him 1,000% credit. I look right down at Oklahoma and go, they've won two games in conference all year and we had the same opportunity to go after the same kind of people. We didn't do it. Didn't do a very good job. He did of the beat trains. us, though, last week. Yeah. Well, hey, since we're going to talk, since we're at it, let's just talk about it for a second. Okay. You went to
0: I was Oklahoma, in Norman for the game, yes. To the game.
1: And very little crowd, right? Very little crowd?
0: I, If I was guessing, based on the capacity of that arena, I would say there was approximately 2,000 to 2,500 people.
1: So less than a quarter full. Less than a quarter full which I, I watch on games, uh, you know, on Saturdays and if I'm coming through and watching the games. And I'll look in the – if Oklahoma's at a home game, it is the worst crowd in the Big 12. J- by I would far. agree with that. I mean, I, I look at that. the other games and I – you know, Baylor's always got a good crowd. Iowa State has a good crowd. And we'll get to Iowa State in just a second. But um, but anyway, agree. how your yep. game – $10 ticket, you told me. $2 <laughs> beer, $2 popcorn.
0: Yeah. yeah, the the $2 beer, $2 hot corn – or hot dogs, $2 popcorn – was great. Um, ended up sitting about fifth row behind the K-State bench. So, got a, a great seat. Um, almost got booted from the event. Um, got a warning from the security guard that sat behind the K-State bench. Um, oh, my.
1: What was you acting, we, like a horse's ass? Or what uh, was going I, on I, here?
0: A little bit. Not <laughs> – it was provoked, The though. $2 beers got yeah. to him, guys. Nope. We uh, – <laughs> So, there is an OU fan. So, historically, the section right behind the visitor's bench is is visiting fans, right? right? The school gets some of those tickets. Um, a lot of people that are traveling will buy those tickets because they want to sit with fans of your team. But there are um, people that do have tickets down there and that buy tickets down there. And there was one OU fan that was there sitting in the Sea of Purple, Um he was um, – I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for. He was definitely um, a little hyper for for the evening and was taunting the K-State. I mean, the way that he was cheering for, for OU and the things he was saying was he was doing this to irritate the K-State fans right. sitting around him. He was with his son. I would say his son was maybe eight or nine-ish. Um, I mean, at one point, some K-State fans moved down – the row from him to get away from him, and he turned around and high fives his son. So that I mean that tells you what he's there yeah. to try to get under the skin of the people. Free now,
1: tickets from Make a Wish or something. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, there was a lot of incidents that happened. I won't. We don't have a long enough podcast to talk about it. But my my specific one was OU had the ball and uh, or K State had the ball and they called a foul on OU and he wanted. He was yelling at the officials to let him play. The ball goes down to the other end of the court. They call a foul, or, or they didn't call a foul, and he starts yelling because they didn't call it. And <laughs> so, so, what's it going to be? So let them play or I don't made let them a play. comment towards the fact that what the hell do you want? You want them to play, but then you want them to call fouls. You need to make up your mind. I mean, I basically, I basically said that to him, um, and uh, he turned around and made some comments towards me, and, and uh, um, he did get, not by me, but he did get threatened to get punched in the face because he accidentally hit a gal, um, and the husband of that person turned around and told him <laughs> if he touches his wife again that he's going to get punched in the face. I said it a lot nicer than he did. But, so it was an interesting trip. Um, I've said this before on the podcast. This is not my first trip to Lloyd Noble, but I don't know what it's like when it's full because um, I've not been there when it's full, there is zero atmosphere in that place. Oh, I mean, there's there was maybe 30 students in the student section. Do um, you know,
1: I, I've gone before when we were ranked in the top 20 and playing Kansas at home whenever we had, uh, oh, just a couple of years ago, whenever we, we did win at home and uh, against Kansas, and it was uh, the kids that's in Atlanta now, the guard of oh, Atlanta. Oh, uh, Trey, uh, Trey uh, Young. Trey Young, yeah. Uh, And uh, so we go down to the game, and I would say there was 4,000 empty seats. And I'm thinking, how do you have a first-round pick NBA guy player on your team? And the guys that were playing at that time for Kansas were several NBA guys, and there's 4,000 empty seats. But it's just the atmosphere, like you said, is not good. The seating is kind of a little cramped. I don't know. It's just if you've never been there – you wouldn't understand it's, it's like a 70s yeah. state fairground almost would remind you of the old uh, the old place in wichita almost reminds you of that kind of a seating arrangement mm-hmm. of the old where the yeah where wichita the, state owns yeah now.
0: the the uh yeah right there on north side of town it there just, it, yeah. it, it'll almost remind kansas you of that. yeah
1: the kansas coliseum reminds you of that in some ways not a not a good student atmosphere at all there's not a student sections per se that's that the students can get right in there like other places do and so uh it just it doesn't work well uh, i don't understand it i've never understood
0: uh, it. i'm heading to stillwater for the game on saturday what's interesting to me is that ticket wise i bought cheaper tickets at ou and i'm gonna buy cheaper tickets at oklahoma state i've already been Looking at prices, I don't have tickets yet, but they'll be going down here pretty soon, especially after their loss last night. Right. Um, those are the cheapest tickets I can get to watch K State game this year because tickets in Manhattan are about seven or eight times the cost of. What are you going to get them so, for in Well, at Oklahoma State? It depends on where you want to sit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's some tickets that are in the front rows of the upper deck there at Gallagher Iba for about fifty bucks a seat. Yeah. So I wanted to go to when we played Florida a few weeks ago. Uh, it was a Saturday game, so I get Saturday games. You know, can be a little more expensive, but I mean, tickets in Manhattan are like two hundred something apiece. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to go spend thousand dollars on on tickets for one basketball game. So, but anyway, what else you been up to uh, over the past few months?
1: Do you know since Christmas, what did I do? Did I go to New York after Christmas? I believe it. was Oh yes, yes. Christmas, after our after or, yeah. our yeah, we spent uh, the week we. We spent uh, the week after Christmas in New York and stayed literally over Newark this time. We always try somewhere different. And uh, we've, I've stayed in almost all, all of the uh, five burbs of New York. Um, of course, Newark's not one because that's in New Jersey. But um, would not recommend it. Okay. It was a, a rough. Dirty. Rough neighborhood. We were very close, and I thought this would make it good and attractive. But where the New Jersey Devils play, the, mm-hmm. s- the, the hockey arena there, I thought it would make it. We were literally directly behind it. But also, directly behind it was the bus stop. A lot of vagrants, a lot of you walking down the street with the girls was a lot of you know, all yep. that just caddy calls and things like that. Very uncomfortable if you come in after dark. Um, would not recommend but go up the road okay. 3 miles where we had stayed before uh, uh you know it's it's a whole different deal but i think the closer you get to the bus station yep a lot of times i mean even yeah. though it's very close to the stadium which i thought would be cool didn't work out that way um but anyway the the trip was nice and i'll tell you guys what i did something that you wouldn't hardly believe i went to the uh, the home of the headless horseman you know up, up north of New York City and went by and saw Babe Ruth's grave and Lou Gehrig's grave, which is
0: uh He even sent me a picture while yeah, he was, it was there. A, kind
1: of a uh the the girls were really excited about that trip yeah, and they I w- can could not figure out what in the world I was doing, <laughs> uh looking at great in a grave site. But uh Lou Gehrig and Babe Ruth are buried in uh in a cemetery that's a probably two mile long cemetery, but married about buried about two miles apart from each other. Okay. Pretty cool, and both of them are you know, th- there's so many famous people buried in this cemetery that um, there's a you can stop in and like maybe look, download an app and takes you around to all of okay, them, yeah. and you can see where the-, the grass doesn't even grow in front of Babe Ruth's, And there's baseball bats and base people leave them. Tra- left him beer, everything, at, you know, gifts all over the place. And then go over to Lou Gehrig's, uh, no grass all the way around it, and you can tell that people just come there all the time. Which it's hard for me to believe that somebody who died that long ago and was just a baseball player, can draw that kind of a crowd to their grave to this day. Um but it is I've I've went to uh some other famous grave sites and uh, I, I would say those are uh two of the top three that I've ever been to outside of maybe uh, I went to yeah. Peter's in the in Rome in the in the uh
0: <laughs> Yep that I Honestly, haven't, uh, but haven't it's, visited it was a, too many of them. It those. was a sort of a sort of a
1: different, neat trip, and uh, going to where the Headless Horseman was written was pretty cool. And uh, uh, up north of New York City is where that's at, about an hour north. Um, but after that, then we've been here working ever since. Haven't gone anywhere else. Uh, we 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 talk about um, we like to do things on the weekends, and I wanted to get into Kevin with this here in just a few minutes, but. Um, if you're just staying home for the weekend, especially in the winter, and you have a pretty Saturday day, uh, and you just feel like oh, I don't want to just sit here at the house, do you have anywhere you ever think, well, hey, just for a day trip, I just want to run out and do something real quick, yep. go somewhere, or look at—I mean, you know, yep. go eat somewhere for lunch or dinner that you can be back to Salina without driving
0: uh yep. too far yeah we're gonna come up with some ideas out here in a little bit i think uh that's part of our our changes to our podcast we're gonna try to do some more local stuff and so uh, uh yeah we will uh these
1: that this mileage and i don't know me and you can sit down and i mean as we discuss this in a little bit put a mileage range on how far you think a day trip is i don't know if i don't know if wichita is too far or is that nah. you know i mean that's yeah. you're talking about 90 miles kansas city is Tough in a day, you know. I mean, yeah. not so much tough, but you—if you sleep till ten and get up, and then it's
0: the <laughs> half the day's gone, whatever. But. Well, I haven't been able to sleep till ten in a long time, so I don't know what that's like. <laughs> Boy, I can do it. So uh, we. Uh, so so uh, Morgan's been playing volleyball. We're getting done with that. Um, is vo- volleyball is just about finished. Correct. We got one more tournament. This is the the club season. Did so. I
1: notice that there's girls? playing softball outside already though there is uh, yeah nope is morgan Um, doing that yet
0: nope still uh yes and no so we got volleyball going on which her team uh at one point was ranked number one in in hoa which i said it was state of kansas but apparently that also includes part of missouri Hmm. um the the western half of missouri so pretty cool deal for them to to be ranked number one um went to kansas city and had a team that wasn't 100 percent healthy and missing a player and Ended up taking sixth in that tournament out of 20 teams. But this was a, a very big, uh, very loaded tournament. There were some college coaches, things like that around there. So, overall, pretty good showing for the situation. But, uh, no, we uh, we started softball workouts. Uh, tryouts are coming up here in a couple of weeks. Actually, next week is tryouts, I believe. So, so
1: where are we at on the – have you ever heard a timeline or anything on the stadium? Whatever they're doing, which I don't exactly know everything they're doing. At, uh, at South, at South's softball oh, yeah, complex.
0: So, so this this off season, they put they call it grandstands, but they put bleachers around uh, the the side of uh, nicer bleachers and a press box around the varsity field. So around one of the fields, um, is that everywhere. the
1: furthest one south? Yes, for the yep. south field. and
0: and everywhere we go, those schools typically have one field that's set up like that. Um, they were going to put lights in, which those are done. I heard that when that trench caved in and those guys were in there, there maybe was a wire that was cut that needs to be repaired. But for the most part, the lights are up. I be, they were working at one time. I'm sure they'll get them working again. And then right now it's all tore up because they're putting in bathrooms and a concession stand. So
1: there's beams laying over there on the grounds close to Magnolia. Are those beams for more seating, or I I can't tell you what they. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but there's new bathroom facilities and new correct. concession stand facilities. Yep, I th- tremendously needed it, and yes. uh, and I I like the idea of when we have the four A state tournament using that field for even the state championship game. Yep. Uh,
0: yeah, no, it's uh, I can't wait to take a poop in that for, in that bathroom for the first time. As oh many times God. I've had to go across the street to the <laughs> <laughs> to the park when I need to use the restroom. I can't wait for the first time I get oh, to go in there. He so. just gets nervous whenever <laughs> <laughs> the baby's about to hit. <laughs> so no, it it'll be nice. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, I mean, we we were the only school that didn't have restrooms in their facilities yeah. for softball and. Um, no, it's going to be nice. It's a nice upgrade. Uh, we're going to be able to start later now that we've got lights, so that'll be nice. We'll start at the same time everybody else starts their games versus a half hour, an hour early, because we have to finish before darkness. So good upgrades there. Um, I, much
1: much needed upgrade, yep. I can tell you. Yep. by if, if everywhere else that you see um, was ahead of us, we're, we'll catch up. Maybe we'll get ahead of a lot of people
0: in this situation. I'm so, hoping. Yep. No, I went to an Aaron Lewis concert a couple weeks ago at the Stiefel. Um, been to Aaron a few times. Um, this one was horrible. Um, I'm not the only one that has that opinion. So if, if you don't know Aaron Lewis, so he used to be the lead singer of Stained back in the early 2000s and then and then went to more of a country – Kind of a country rock. He, he's gotten a lot more country lately. Um, oh, YouTube. But I mean very, some pretty good love songs. Very political. Yeah. You know that going into it. If you've been to his concerts before, you know what you're getting into. However, this one, um, I'm pretty sure he was wasted when he took the stage. Oh, that's too bad. Um, he smoked a cigarette in between every song, which I'm guessing uh, the Stiefel staff was flipping their lids over that. And then, uh, yeah, I think he was on stage for over three hours, and he probably played 12 songs. He would talk for 15, 20 minutes in between each one. People were getting up and leaving. I heard a lot of people make comments about well i've you know i've been to many aaron lewis concerts but this was bad so had to have been drinking had to have been drunk oh he was uh he was drinking he was putting him down so the guy who opened for him was his drink guy so every time that drink was empty that guy would run on stage with a fresh one and he was on stage more replenishing those drinks than he was when he opened for him so (laughs) so no and then uh the other thing um we got a trip coming up to Oklahoma City. We're we're taking the wives and and another couple, and we're going to make a long weekend in Oklahoma City.
1: We we means me and Kevin and our yes. wives. Yes, sorry. Uh, and uh, Jimmy and his wife are going to go with us. Our friend Jimmy Olmstead, and uh, and then we're going to meet one of my friends from Oklahoma City, and we're going to go to a Thunder game, which I've uh, I've never be- cannot sit here and say I'm a NBA fan and probably still not a big NBA fan, but I do at least monitor it. And Oklahoma City's got some good players. Yep,
0: good young players.
1: Good, uh, yep. You know, they're the kind of, one of those teams that could probably jump in there, and uh, anybody out there that watches the NBA and maybe would make Oklahoma City your home team, which I think that's what they've tried to sell that, at least to the Wichita market. They've yep. tried to sell Oklahoma City as their as their main home team. but uh, But, I mean, they're a... They're a player uh, uh, one of the star players in the league away from being really competitive and being yep. back in the you know being back in the mix of the playoffs I think they're right now on the verge of not mi- right like a five hundred schedule whatever but anyway we've we actually have a suite that night um for the for the eight of us and uh so we'll get to see the game in luxury I guess I've, I, like I said I've never been so I don't know what we're gonna get. to do some but I'm damage sure at that nice. bar yeah.
0: Um, well, until last week, Kelly thought we were going to a hockey game. So, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That tells you her. Uh, there used interest to be a Thunder, level. right? The Wichita Thunder. There still thunder. is. No, they still the they still Thunder. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, we got that coming up. So we'll uh, we'll talk about that. We'll um, talk about
1: that because Kevin has got a couple places he likes to go eat. Um, yep. I've uh, I've got a breakfast place I really like. I don't know if anybody will be up early enough for breakfast on Saturday, but we've got a. Um, There's some places downtown that have really, really stepped it up and are good in downtown Oklahoma City. Many years ago when I moved to Salina, I always listened to Jerry Enriquez in the mornings. And I remember many years ago Jerry Enriquez saying that he always thought of Oklahoma City as a little Wichita or or, or a little bit bigger Wichita. I think the gap has gotten a lot bigger Mm -hmm. since I moved here 16 years ago where Oklahoma City is. Truly, a big city market now, and I think a professional team does that for you. Yep. And the investments in their maps project, which every city should, yeah, probably follow their lead. Um, the the improvements they've done in their downtown is just yeah, it's, night and day from whenever it's I was crazy in the
0: from school. when I used to when I started traveling to Oklahoma City to now. Uh, I mean, I would have never stayed in the downtown area. We downtown never, when area. I was growing up. Um,
1: Like I said, I lived in Oklahoma until I was 36, not very far from downtown. We would not go to downtown. It was just not a – now it's an actual big-time draw.
0: Yeah, it is. So, so yeah, we'll talk about that. But, uh, well, let's talk about the podcast. So, you know, we we talked about listeners dropping um, or, or our downloads dropping over the past couple episodes. And so one of the things we talked about was trying to do some more local stuff. Um, which we'll get into that here in just a second. We talked about we're going to try to have some more people on interview-wise. I've got some ideas I'm going to throw out there here in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, we're going to change some things up. So uh, keep listening to us, and and if you have some thoughts or ideas or, hell, if you want to come on the podcast and talk about something, give us a shout. Happy to uh, entertain any any ideas. But uh, let's talk about your uh, road trip.
1: Um, well, that's one of the things that I think that we, would be more interesting to some people is just some of the fun things, you know, that right here in Salina, because we're not definitely – I don't think anybody listens to us in St. Louis, Missouri nope. or anything like that. Outside so of Oklahoma, be, be you're, kinda, your family and friends yeah, in here. So. Be kind of nice just to hear. Like I said, I think it was Rustin Leonard put it on Facebook last week. Just ask the question like, Where's a cool place to go on a day drive? You yep. know, a day, day driving, and, and so I started thinking about you know, um, if I drew a circle and said if I just want to do a day drive, my well, circle.
0: I, I think there's two. There's two things here. So one is he was asking, if I remember correctly, and maybe not, about hole in the wall places to eat. Right,
1: hole in the wall places to eat, and
0: so I it, think that to eat like if you're just going to a restaurant i would say anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half i've driven that far for So food you could before. go to
1: wichita to peak um, Hayes?
0: so yeah haze is okay. a little over an hour so i mean if you um, just want
1: to do a, a cool if, day drive if for a new, day if
0: you're talking about all kinds of stuff like entertainment and right and food and you're making it you know, a, a whole I'm day more that's more of scenario. just
1: a place to eat okay. and maybe a, a pub or a bar okay. to hang out. Well, at let's it's talk cool. about
0: that. I, I agree with that, and I think that's cool. We used to do that, we don't do that as much as we do as, as we used to, but Kelly and I we used to go. I mean, like Ellsworth, Lincoln would have yep. little hole in the wall places we'd drive to okay. on a you, Friday night you for would dinner. You'd be
1: much wiser than me on this, but going west towards Lincoln. In that direction, I've heard multiple people say. I think uh, Sean Venners has told me a couple times that he thinks he's from over that direction, and there's some cool little bars to go to and cool restaurants. But I don't know anything about that direction, so I'm gonna start with you going west. <laughs> hey, Can I, you think of a place
0: I, I, in Lincoln or I, I would tell you um, that, um, maybe
1: even further out towards the lake out there?
0: Yeah, uh, I I don't. I I mean, well, like I we said, we. We haven't traveled for food and stuff like we used to do. Um, I'll tell you, and, and most people that are in this area have probably been there before, I do enjoy going to the Sandstone Saloon in Brookville. Uh, I think Mike does a great job. I think yep. the staff and, and, and uh, the people that are associated with that have done a great job there. I mean, the food is okay. It's not great. But it's a fun atmosphere. They have a lot of live music. It's pretty cool. The only challenge is is you can't go to a bar out there, and get back home. And so, you know, you'll need a designated driver most of the time, right? So, but I I do like that. But that's mean, As far as yeah, I mean it's west southwest kind of. I mean it's 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 a fifteen to twenty. Well, where I think
1: I've heard of people saying that they go is in Sylvan Grove. There must be a a cool little place to go. Hey, if if somebody on that's listening to us and goes to the Philip and Kevin Project, Kevin and Philip Project, um. Post a place that you really yeah, like let's, or let's know because I, I would love to share that with everybody. I, I was, I've told Kevin several times south of here at McPherson. Some of my McPherson friends take me to uh, Burton, and uh, there's a place down there called The Barn that has great food. And if you just wanted to go for dinner, they have a big old chicken fried. They have uh, chicken fried, chicken, chicken fried, steak, steaks, steaks everything, but it is truly a barn Mm -hmm. there on Highway 50. uh, Is that Highway 56? 56, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know why I just said 56. Uh, 56. 56. That's
1: the the barn. Um, And last weekend, as we get to discussing, last weekend I had friends from McPherson that called and said, uh, would we want to go do something? And they said they were at Gypsum at Exit 14. I've never been out to Exit 14 in Gypsum. But it's,
0: never even heard of it. It's
1: evidently a little bar there in Gypsum. Okay. That, and I don't know if they serve food or not, so no clue. <laughs> and uh, Lisa and I, being that we have several friends from McPherson, or have some friends from McPherson, um, you can never go wrong by going to the Old Stuga in yep. Lindsburg. Um, even if you just go down there and meet each other and eat, uh, I, I love the... Sandwiches that they make, and they they're making more sandwiches than they made before. They have new owners now, Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know it's the same old place. But it's
0: well, and I've heard the Crown, uh, or I think that's what it's called now. It's it's gone through a lot of different, or maybe Swedish. I don't know. It's gone through a lot of different names. But there's a place there in Linds. Kelly and I went there once to meet up with with some friends that live down there to have a drink real quick um on our way to Assyria to go to rent well it wasn't on our way but to yeah. go to Assyria for dinner so we just met them and had a drink before we went over to Assyria and uh I you mean, went
1: to the renaissance yeah
0: that, then that night yeah but that place in in Linsburg, everybody tells me it's good just we yeah. just didn't eat there that night so maybe need to make a trip back down there
1: well we had some friends out at great life this past week that told us that they had went to dinner with their daughter and somebody else at the renaissance in in Assyria and they they I haven't ate there in two years. So but they continuously bragged on it. They said it was great. Yep. Although it is very expensive.
0: It's not it is it's, but I'll be honest with you, Phil. I mean, I used to kind of think that. And and I haven't been there in probably I mean, that was the last time I went there, this was probably six months ago. We yeah. we go there once a year, twice a year, and that's really because we forget about it, to be honest with you. Um I guess kudos to them if they're doing a bang up job without any kind of marketing whatsoever. Right. I just don't run there's across There's very little it. marketing. So, I never see it um, out there. But with that said, it's not. I mean, it is on the pricier side, but it's. I mean, yah I mean, you go to Dimaro, you're going to pay as much money there. I mean, there's. There, I mean, you're not. It's not a Applebee's by any stretch, but. Um, yeah, I don't think it's it's crazy unreasonable. I mean, it's good food, and I'll pay – if it's good food, I'll pay it, you know. I'm not going to pay that for a bourbon steak from Applebee's, but if it's good, that's, I'm fine with that. So, yeah, I, I mean, w- you know, we stopped at that M&R Grill, I think it is. And I, I wrote down the M&R so, Grill as yeah, one of the places good. that yep. Lisa and I like to go. They have great
1: salad. Yep. They have a, a – their sandwiches are great. Well, I've never ate a bad meal at M and R Grill. I think it's unbelievable. Yep. And it's it's a little, it's more restaurant than bar, but it does have a little yep. bar in it. But it's it's a really good restaurant and very good service. So if you're if you ever have a day, we actually go to M and R more than we probably go anywhere because
0: uh, it's down home, good old food. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know is that Mrs. Is it Mrs. K's farmhouse or something I've never similar been. to that in Abilene? I don't know if yep. that's still open. I've never, never
1: okay. been to it. I, I believe it's still open. Last time I was over there, it was
0: still open in
1: the evenings and everything. It's out on the old highway going out of town on the south end of town,
0: the south southwest side of well, town. Well, you know McPherson. Anything McPherson? No. No. Okay. And you know what? I, I would tell you. <laughs> Sorry, McPherson people. Well,
1: even the McPherson people will tell you. It's. I mean, Applebee's is Be Your Choice. There is a nice little lunch uh, place. That's by the bowling alley. It's part of the bowling alley called Five Loaves. That's pretty good. I've lunch heard good dinner. things about that. Yeah, so it's it's pretty good food, but it's just basically hamburgers and things. Sandwiches like that. and yeah, uh, but it's it, they are good and they do a good job. But okay, but they really Hank's place down on not like a block off Main yep. Street. It's more of a tavern, but they do have a steak night special on I think Thursday nights is a steak night special, and they have hamburgers that would remind you something of. Uh, they're onion burgers, more mm-hmm. or less. So, oh, the
0: Oklahoma onion burger. Yeah, so they're pretty good.
1: They, they do have a good burger and a good, good grill guy there. That's at the, on the back of the thing, but it's, it's not somewhere where you'd say, "Hey, let's run." Okay. Unless you was going to watch a ball game or yeah, if you're something yeah, like or we're going that. by
0: there. So they do have a Hardee's, which <laughs> yeah. There's, Sometimes Mc, I McPherson miss parties. just
1: does not have a very And big they have a, Chickens, yep, have a Slim <laughs> which Chickens, which isn't bronze. as...
0: Slim Chickens isn't as good as Cane's, yep. but when I'm craving it, it'll get me by when I'm driving by Mac- McPherson, so the, I'll stop. The,
1: the, uh, the Mexican restaurant right across from Midway Motors, or the Walgreens there, is good. And it used to be the same one that was here in Salina. Right, you La Fiesta. Yeah, La yeah. Fiesta. It's... Uh, it's good, and it's but it's the same menu that if you've ever ate at the old La Fiesta now that's well, been torn down, right. it's the same menu and the exact same look. I think um, they yeah, took the, the chairs the, to Yeah, the uh, sign looks the same. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: And I apologize if you hear this rattling sound. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, Fat Tuesday, in it case anybody's fat not Tuesday. listening. I'm so, having a
1: fat diet Pepsi because the baby's got to dance second to last time ever tonight. So
0: this podcast is sponsored by Basil <laughs> Hayden's tonight. <laughs> K- straight Kentucky bourbon whiskey. Uh, well, and then it, you
1: you mentioned one that I just do not go out to very often. You almost feel like you better have a DD if you do. Is the you know out there at Brookville is yep about as, their food's good and yep. It's uh
0: I, I do like that pretzel bun. At least last time I ate yep. there, they had that with the for their burgers. But uh,
1: but yeah, it's so going even further out, I rarely go to Hutch. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of good Mexican food places in Hutch. I think one's called the Playa Azul. And it used to oh, be like yep. the old uh, Western Sizzlin. still set, seated inside like the Western Sizzlins, really good. And and uh, and then if I went a little further, there's one in Newton. Um, if you like Mexican buffets or you know, it's it's a really good. It's called Acapoco, and okay. it's like a block off Main Street going through Newton. Um, that's about as far out as I looked today. I mean, I'm sure in Wichita, I could we could come back to oh, the yeah, same Wichita, conversation yeah. and and say for a day trip, if you want to take your wife Let's, somewhere really nice. We'll
0: talk Wichita some other time because I, I take a, a lot few- of customers for lunch. Yeah. Um, I got some ideas. I just went to a, a barbecue place I'd never been to here this last week, took Sedgwick County guys out to lunch. Um, it was a lunch barbecue buffet. It was an interesting concept I'll have to talk about. And then I've got a uh, an Asian... Um, and I've got a French that, place that, uh, that we went
1: and ate at that's really whenever good. Whenever I
0: tell people, when I when I talk to somebody from Wichita, hey, let's go here, and they're like, oh, you know, if you know this place, you know Wichita because it's a <laughs> hole-in-the-wall place, but it's so good. Um, I'll see, like, a lot of the uh, – I know the Channel 3 news people used to always be in there when you go in there for lunch. So um,
1: uh, Wichita is a town that you need to search a little bit because they are stuck off, like, there's so many – chain restaurants right out there where you drive by all the time but if you'll get off the roads a little bit and go back that's where we found some really good restaurants in Wichita So, I like yeah. like you said let's go one week and just yeah. say here let's have a day trip to Wichita yeah. there's another thing in Wichita that you could have a fun day trip with the Windstar casino or the the new the new oh. one on this south, yeah, south yeah, the south Southwinds isn't it cro- Cross Crosswinds yeah. Crosswinds Two weekends ago, they had their biggest lottery winner ever a guy went in with a hundred dollar bill playing a five dollar machine is into his fifteenth dollar and hit six hundred and fifty thousand dollars biggest win in their history since they opened uh and uh I figured it up and I think he brought home about two hundred after taxes Isn't it, that about right?
0: it is amazing to me, so we were at may's Friday night or south was, and I went with some friends to watch their kids play um On the way home, we were kicking around stopping there for a little bit. That parking lot was completely
1: packed. Did you notice that they bought the hotel? Yes. yeah, that that was a good decision by them. It's very smoky on the smoking side. I mean, like, you've walked walked into a smoke room. Uh, The non-smoking side, you know how those work. No cigarette smoke seeps over there whatsoever. No, none whatsoever. Still pretty stinky <laughs> on that side. So yeah. a lot of times what I try to do is just join
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, and you were talking about Hutch, and, and I, I was looking up something there, um, and I don't, I'd i have to do a little more digging on it, but because you kind of – well, you didn't spring this on me, but um, there was a barbecue place I went to one time in Hutchinson. It was really, really good. So I was looking at Hutchinson Barbecue Places online here while you were talking I think it was Roy's barbecue, but I'm gonna have to do some digging on that. It was it was very good barbecue, so um, I just don't remember what it was called. So I'll, I, I'll I
1: rarely spend much time in Hutchinson. I don't know why that is, so. but I I might have only been to Hutchinson eight times in my life. Have you ever been I, to
0: the cos- Cosmosphere?
1: Never. Let's see. That's where the uh, at the junior college. Is it at the junior college? It's um, got the space shuttle and yes, all that. Yes, yes. I went, but I'll okay. tell you how long ago this was. I think I went with the kids when they were in elementary school okay. as a sponsor.
0: Okay. I, I haven't gone there a lot, but I, I do. I, I mean, did a go down into the guy, sand, but I, I do enjoy that. I went into the salts. Oh yeah. That's bottoms. Did yeah. you do that? I've done that yeah, before. That, <laughs> yeah. and,
1: uh, and then I've been to the state fair a few times, but that's about it. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, here, here's what we're going to ask of our listeners out here. Again, we're, we're trying to get more listeners. We want more interaction. Um, if you live within a 90 mile radius of Salina, Kansas, or if you know of a place that's within a 90 mile radius of Salina, Kansas, put that on our Facebook page on our post for this episode and, uh, or shoot us an email or text. If you know us, um, we got to check out some of these places. So. I'd like to circle back yep. around yep. and,
1: uh, Circle back around in the, maybe a month or so and say, "Okay, here's some places some people said in Wichita and even in maybe in Topeka, which I just don't know anywhere in Topeka. We only and let me tell you it's the the bad. And I want f- if anybody else has had this experience, let me know. We we've, we've stopped there on Wanamaker to eat mm-hmm. two or three times now after dark, so not too late, but maybe say like seven o'clock Super Bowl night. We stopped. Nothing's open about the Buffalo Wild Wings everything else is closed. I mean everything was closed. Couldn't eat hmm. dinner. So if you're driving through town through Topeka and uh you're not a football fan, this is the reason they were closed because of the yeah. Super Bowl. <laughs> if you're but if you're not a football and on the signs on all their doors says for our for our employees we're closing for the Super Bowl, which in my mind if I owned the place, I'd say for the Super Bowl, I'm going to hire about 10 more people and let's <laughs> let's rake in some cash well, it, tonight. The, but, the
0: thing that I mean, obviously, with the Chiefs playing the Super Bowl, it's kind of a big deal around here. I was in Oklahoma last week. I was wearing a Chiefs uh, quarter zip at a gas station. I stopped at the Loves there north of Oklahoma City to get gas. And a trucker saw my shirt. He goes, hey, and this would have been Tuesday, so two days after the Super Bowl. Yeah. He said, hey, did the Chiefs win the Super Bowl? Is that right? And I thought he was being a smart ass. And I'm like, yeah. He goes, Oh, okay, I didn't see it. I hadn't heard, so I just thought it looked like you were wearing a Chiefs shirt. So Nose I to the grind, trucking, and I'm just not like, a man. I mean, I, I get not being a Chiefs or Eagles fan if you don't have a lot of interest in it, but I didn't know you could go two days. Of, you do
1: feel like that that's a guy that's got his head so, in the sand. Yeah. I, I, I mean, the, the lead of story on everything, even if it's not anything to do with sports, just the lead of KSN or probably anywhere says, oh, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Yep. But Did you know I, I didn't say this a minute ago of stuff I've done, the weekend of the Bengals and the Chiefs, the girls had a dance oh, yes. contest. That's right, in, yeah. uh, and so tons of Bengal fans stayed in uh, Crown in Center, City, in the yeah. hotel in the Crown Center. So we were surrounded by Bengals fans. Um, amazed me how many they brought. Now, I don't know that all of them got tickets into the game. That would be very hard for me to believe, but there were literally hundreds and hundreds of Bengal fans. At Crown Center. Mm-hmm. And uh they, they took over that, you know, that whole basement area there of yep. Crown Center before you go into the mall and there's that bar on the side. Um, there weren't two Kansas City Chiefs fans in that whole area. And then the hotel around the side is where the girls were dancing, and that hotel was full of now it makes sense that there's not Kansas City Chiefs fans staying in hotels. Right. right. But still it amazed me the number of people that were that were there from from Cincinnati.
0: Yep. Well, uh, two other places I wanted to mention real quick, and, and we'll move on to a different topic. Um, so I had a chance to uh, – <laughs> well, I'll start with this one. Um, the, the, uh, the Farm and the Odd Fellows up in Minneapolis, um, I haven't had an opportunity to go there yet I until recently. I brag about it. So, and I've heard people talk. I've had friends invite us. It just hasn't worked in our schedule. So we did our company Christmas party towards the end of January up there. Great time. Really like that place. And What's then What's it called again? The Farm and the Odd Okay. So they have a coffee shop in there. They have uh, some pickleball courts there. Um they we were in kind of a basement area that had some full length shuffleboard tables, um, some games. They had a like a family foosball table, the biggest foosball table, longest I've ever seen, where huh. you could have like five people on a side playing. Um, it was it was pretty cool. Um, and then we they had dueling pianos up there last week. Last week and we had some people we were gonna try to go. Didn't get reservation in time. Is it an old
1: building reconverted yes. downtown?
0: But their big thing is, and and they really built this place from my understanding. And and maybe this is a guest of ours in the future because I do know the the owners of the place, and and I would like to talk to the guy doing the beer, the brewmaster there. But they put a a brewery in there. Oh, good. Um, the idea with this place, if you haven't been there, is is you get a little uh, key fob thing, and so you pay by the ounce, so you can try different beers and stuff. I will tell you this, and and I don't mean this as a slight to anybody in any way, shape, or form. My expectations weren't very high. I've been to a lot of micro brews in the area that just, to me, is okay. It's not good. Every beer I tried there was good to great. Like huh. I was thoroughly impressed by the beers that they had on tap. And how many I,
1: different ones do they make there?
0: Oh, I don't know the answer to that. If I was guessing, I would say there was probably 15 or so on tap. And then they had some wine and stuff on tap as well, if you were not a beer drinker. Um, so that that is a thing that I hear
1: a lot of people in Salina do take a day trip to Minneapolis. Yes. So that's it was, kind of a new- I would go
0: back there in a heartbeat. I mean, I, I in the wintertime, I like to drink darker beers. So I do like stouts. And they had a white stout. So it was... It, Tasted exactly like a stout, but it looked like a Coors Light. Huh. Completely blew my mind. I could not wrap my head around it as I was drinking it. Well, how when many you have had you had
1: it? at that point? Maybe that was well, part the first of the trouble. One. No. I was oh, f- okay. So, first one. No. Well, what about on your way home? Did you stop in Bennington? Isn't there a n- nice couple of little pubs in Bennington? I've never been to those either. That's I'm, yeah, I need I to get out more, I guess, <laughs> yeah. as far as a day trip.
0: So. So anyway, so yeah, that might be, uh, that might be, an, if we have an opportunity to to have, I, I'd be interested to, because they built that place, it is phenomenal looking, like, they put some money into that brewery. Um, well, they've got to have it based on the needs of line of people to, so. to support it. Correct, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I, my guess is that their goal would be to sell kegs of that beer right you know that sort of thing cuz it is it is very impressive the the setup they have there how many tanks they have so how many beers they have uh fermenting and stuff at a time it was it's some it, point it in our lives blew away my expectations
1: some 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 point in our lives we're not there today but let's say 10 years ago isn't it a good thing we didn't have a a keg at our house
0: what are you Your talking house? about i did <laughs> you did <No. laughs>
1: Oh, there's been a time in my life. I thank God that we didn't buy a keg. <laughs> so,
0: um, another thing I was going to talk about, um, is, uh, so the past couple weeks I've came across a couple of TV shows on Netflix. Well, I don't know it's TV shows, series, the series on Netflix, on Netflix. Yeah. And I, and I think we talked about this one Saturday night when you and I ran into each other down at the cellar, but the, uh, the PGA
1: is really good. It hooked full swing. Yeah, full swing. Something like full that. Full swing,
0: yeah. So, um you don't hooked have to be, be a golf fan to you know, to watch this.
1: Potentially it could make you one. Correct. Cuz Lisa's not a big golf fan per se, but she goes nah, now I know guys to follow. I see and, this, and like I, the guys personally. I think
0: that moving so it, it was a great season for them. So it, the the idea is over the course of a season these cameras follow a handful of golfers. there's about 10 of them or so and each each episode is a storyline So one is Jordan Speth and Justin Thomas's relationship friendship, how they did on the tour, you know how they act when they're competing against each other to one of them was specifically talking about guys who left for the live tour. And, yep. and for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, there's a Saudi Arabia backed golf league that has started up last year that with money lured a lot of the big PGA, uh, professionals, big names over to that. So it's, it's competing against the PGA. So great season for them to, to follow yeah. these guys. Cause there was a lot of storylines, but, uh, on this, on this, uh, on this show they they follow these players and and to me live is trying to attract the younger crowd i mean they're doing a lot they have the shorter tournaments they have the different formats they're trying to change up the game of golf so it's not the same boring thing that's happened for a hundred years correct
1: and and i i got to i got to personally witness i forgot to tell this I got to go to the Waste Management Open a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Those same, well, when, same week Kansas City was out in the Super Bowl. But we went on Thursday to the Waste Management. My friend Paul invited us out to stay with him, And uh, and so we just went on Thursday. The truth is it's such a crowd. I didn't see much golf. <laughs> yeah. Very little golf. Yep. There's such huge crowds everywhere that uh, –
0: and you, you know, went on Thursday. You,
1: I went on Thursday.
0: So the weekend crowds are bigger.
1: I had heard that there was 3 million visitors to Phoenix, the Phoenix-Scottsdale area, over that whole weekend. That's Thursday, a big weekend. 3 million people. Yep. That's the population of Kansas plopped down into the yep. into the Phoenix metro area. Yep. Unbelievable. And it was uh, Super 8 was $800 a night. The yep. hotel rooms, the thing, everything was very expensive. We stayed North Scottsdale in a, in a friend's home. So we were fortunate, didn't have to pay for hotel rooms or anything. But um, we met so many, even North Scottsdale, an hour away from downtown Phoenix, we met Eagles fans, Kansas City Chiefs fans, ran into guys from McPherson, ran into guys from Kansas City, ran into guys from uh, Philadelphia. I mean, it's just unbelievable the amount of people that was brought there. But I'm telling you something that's the experience, the experience that you get at the. At the uh, waste management, I think is what the live wants Correct. to have all the time.
0: Correct. They have a lot of bars, yep. and I mean it, it's designed to be more of a party atmosphere, music. The yep. crowds are cheering and loud. It's not. Yep. And I think honestly, I think I think this full swing. I, where I was going with that is, I think this full swing is actually really good for the PGA Tour. I think you have to. I mean, the reason why people like college sports and and professional sports is you have an attachment there, whether it's location, whether it's, you know, people that are playing. You have to have some sort of attachment to be a fan and watch that on a week-in, week-out basis. And I don't think PGA Tour has that. Tiger no. Woods kind of brought that a little bit because there's so many people sort right. following him. Um, you need to have somebody to I cheer think, for. So I think it's cool that they're doing this stuff, and, and I think that they're recognizing – that they have to tailor to a younger crowd in order to continue to succeed. Well, I can tell um, you that
1: crowd was young at this at this waste management. It was a partying hard crowd on Thursday. I can't imagine what it was like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday because Thursday, you know, it's just getting warmed up, and it was it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah, not too many more minutes yet. So another thing I was going to talk about real quick, um, and then we'll finish with with some of the, again, going back to some of the changes with the podcast is. uh, So have you been following this uh, situation with Alabama basketball and the guy shooting and killing the – uh, a young gal on in, in now, I saw bits
1: of it, but I didn't really follow it. I didn't.
0: I I haven't followed it much either. Until today, I ran across some stuff today about this. Um. So so to catch you up, to, so you understand what I'm talking about before I get into what I saw today and the details. So back on January 15th, there was a Alabama University of Alabama basketball player that shot and killed. A female 23-ish year old young mother in Tuscaloosa I don't know the relationship or how things escalated I I don't know a lot of those details but they arrested him he was going to trial there wasn't a lot really I mean it was interesting because it was a a University of Alabama basketball player at the time when they were ranked number one or number two or whatever it was in the country but it just kind of died and there wasn't a lot of information that came out after that Until this morning. (laughs) So uh, this morning they had a uh, preliminary hearing. I don't know what that means, but they started taking statements and telling stories and what happened and all that kind of stuff. Um, So what came out today that was intriguing to me is that there's a freshman standout on Alabama's team. His name is Brandon Miller. So this guy is going to be first team All-American this year. Probably, if not the first pick in the draft, probably top three or four in the draft for certain. A very good basketball player with a very bright future when it comes to basketball. A lot of money coming his way. So apparently, the gun that was used in the murder was his. Oh, my God. Um, So this... He better uh, get
1: some of that... NIL money, out get them, <laughs> yeah, get, get it, get defenders. it done now.
0: So this Darius Miles is the gentleman's name who's charged in the shooting, and uh, so he apparently he contacted Miller and asked Miller to bring his gun to where they were actually at at the time. Um, and I and I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, so let me get this straight. You are the top rec- top player in college basketball, playing on a number one or number two ranked team. A friend of yours says, "Hey, I need you to come here and bring your gun with you." Do you not see a red flag there and That's think maybe just, I shouldn't get involved in whatever is about to happen? Boy, I'll tell you
1: something that if it if that comes out true, and even if he's not guilty of anything, his draft stock just dropped oh, dramatically. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's if it, because he's you, you he doesn't have much sense. Now I don't know the facts of it, but that would be that would be my first thought. Is that's somebody that's not too sharp.
0: Well, at this point, he hasn't been charged with anything. Yep. But these details are just now coming out. What's, what's yep. interesting to me is uh, initially the Alabama head coach, as, as you can guess, he was getting questioned about this as it was going down back in January. He stated that Miller's involvement in the case was wrong place at the wrong time. And that's where he left it. Nobody had any information otherwise. Hi. Yeah, so I bad. would say that if you're the person that supplied the gun to the eventual killer. In many killer, cases,
1: what does that lead you to? Well, Is your involuntary manslaughter or, or something like but that? But don't you think be, that
0: contradicts the wrong place, wrong time statement? I would think so. So it would be interesting to see how this uh, pans out moving forward. So I just saw that. It came across my desk this Hi. morning that uh, yeah, that they had that preliminary hearing. So,
1: Well, Kevin says uh, softball will be starting soon. I see Oklahoma's girls started softball, started off Bird ranked lost. number one in the
0: country and lost a game. Yeah, lost uh, I've been in some, You know,
1: Hey, every, every, right. every time you throw a ball out there, anybody could
0: lose. But There's 57 more games on the I season. Think we,
1: in Salina, uh, Salina Central, we've got two more home games in basketball, and then we'll move into baseball, I'm sure, pretty soon. either one of our teams are going to go far in state tournament. But but for me, it's a uh, bittersweet two last two days today and Friday will be my uh, last two days for uh, Gentry to be a vet dancing and so senior night is Friday night we only graduate this year last year lots of girls graduated that were seniors this year we only graduate one senior girl in our basketball team Bren O'Hara and then we only have two, two senior dancers, yeah. dancers. so uh, not a not a lot of now I don't know how many seniors are in the uh, boys basketball team or whatever but anyway, After you spend four years of watching them play or watching them dance or whatever, you hate to see the end of it. So that's going to be a um, sad night, Uh, Friday night I would expect around our place, all the families coming and everything, as long as the roads stay clear. And thank goodness, I think the weather's going to be good all weekend. Yep, looks like uh, it. And then i got a birthday coming up the day after. Yep. Annabelle's birthday. She'll be fifteen on Friday, the same day that
0: uh, this is the last last okay, I didn't year. Realize her birthday is Friday, and then mine's the next day. Yeah, I knew I knew yours was coming up, and I got mine in a few weeks. So. And then the
1: following week after that, me and Kevin, like we said, we will report back to you how the NBA, yeah, pleased us or didn't please us. So
0: I got some ideas. So yeah. we just got to get Jimmy on board. I've got. We got to <laughs> take
1: more pictures and post a few pictures of these things that we might run into. Yeah,
0: should yeah, so. Well, like we said before, we're going to change some things up. We're going to try to have a little bit more of a local, um, local uh, conversation about some things that that happen around here, some places around here to to check out if you haven't been here. Um, we got some new restaurants and stuff opening up. We could talk about. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more, maybe about some local sports. We're going to have a lot more local people, I think, come on um, and and be guests on the podcast. So a little more of a local flair than we've had in the past.
1: Go to the Kevin and Phillip project right now on Facebook, just pull it up, either like us or whatever, but comment on there about some of these places that you'd you'd you would like to see somebody do a day trip to or a recommendation of a day trip to um, I would leave it at that for now. Leave yep. it at a, at a at a gone on a Saturday morning and back by Saturday evening in a fun day yep. what you could go do. Um and good to be back. Uh thanks for listening to us.
0: Yep, I apologize again. I I've got a lot of shit from a lot of people about not having a podcast uh out in in a couple in a month and a half and I didn't mention this before, but uh the one we were getting ready to do before this ended up avalanching into what it did. I had my notes typed up ty- or kind of a an outline for the podcast and some things and I was on my brand new laptop I had for work. Uh, I had had that laptop for about a grand total of a week and decided to knock a full cup of coffee onto that laptop. Um, Fried the motherboard on it, lost everything that was on there, which wasn't a lot yet, but those notes were on there. So that started the delay that led to two months. So and again, the, the, my bad
1: the hours and hours of effort that we put in to do this. <laughs> <laughs> could not be made up in a month's yep. time.
0: No. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll be back. We'll, we'll do this again, uh, more regularly uh, back to our normal schedule and uh, we'll have some other people and stuff on there. So, uh, hopefully you'll, uh, continue to listen to us and, uh, we'll see you here in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to the Kevin and Phillip project podcast. If you would like more information about our podcast, guests, and to join in on the discussion, please visit our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash Kevin Phillip Project. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to our podcast and tell your friends about us.